a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. This hour, it's Let Me Speak to the Governor. Governor Spencer Cox answers questions from KSL. And from you, call now, 801-575-8255. Let Me Speak to the Governor, live from the studios of KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good afternoon, and thank you for joining us for Let Me Speak to the Governor. I'm Maria Shalaus, along with Utah Governor Spencer Cox. And again, we'll be taking your calls at 801-575-8255. You can also text us your questions at 57500. Good afternoon, Governor. Good afternoon. It's great to be with you. Great to be with you. We've just finished up with the legislative session. Uh, give us a quick feeling about how it went. How do you feel about well, everything? Sure. I, you know, it's, it's funny because, um, we did finish the legislative session and all the legislators left and went on vacation. And I still feel like I'm in the middle of it. I have 20 <laughs> you days. You have to sign all those bills, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 20 days to sign all, all of the bills and, and review all of them. And we're, we're in the middle of that. I have until next Thursday. And so my, my life is still very busy and I'm still very much in, in deep with, with these bills. But what, what I will say is that, uh, that it was one of the most successful legislative sessions we've ever had. Um, the, the collaboration was was incredible. Um, I'm, I'm very pleased. I'll have very few bills to uh, to, to veto. Um, we're uh, we're working on on big budget items. I, I asked them in my state of the state to do the big things, and and they did the big things this year. Um, every piece of water legislation that we were supporting um, w- was able to get through, and uh, a, a huge increases in education funding as well. Um, so there there are just so many things that I think uh, the people of the state of Utah can be really pleased with this this session. Let's stick with the legislative topic. Uh, you have said that you will veto the trans athlete bill. Are you feeling pressure from Senator Dan McKay maybe to not do that? Well, we, we've certainly had conversations with lots of people, and, and there's some things I think that that got lost because it happened so quickly on the last night of the session, and and because it was bad process, and there were no public hearings on on the changes that were made. Even if you support what what was ultimately done, when, when I talk to people and explain to them what happened, um, they they often reverse those positions. And and the big one is that uh, there there's a very good chance that this this bill will bankrupt the Utah High School Athletic Association, um, and. It, at the, at the last moment in the bill, um, all of the school districts were exempted from uh, indemnification, which means that this is going to cost some school district millions of dollars. There will be a lawsuit. We know that. Um, and, and most people I talk to say, well, wh- why would we do that? Um, there, there's only one student that, that is participating, and there have been no complaints about that one student. There, there are um, many different states that are already far along in these lawsuits. Um, why not let those lawsuits play out so that we're not uh, bankrupting a, a school or or the high school athletic association. The high school athletic association themselves said, "Hey, if you want to do this, that's fine, but we need to be indemnified." And that did not happen. Um, and so there are there are very very serious uh, fiscal concerns with this uh, with this bill as well. And and when people kind of figure out the whole story, they're like, "Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Let's just wait and uh, and see if we if we can't find a better way or another path." And we were very close. Um, then. Uh, 
then then let's just wait and see what happens in these others, and uh, and then we can make the right decision and do it in the right way. So how does this process look for you moving forward? It sounds like you're going to veto it so that more can be done. Yeah, that's that's just it, and and that's that doesn't mean never. It doesn't. It, what it means is, hey, let's let's step back. Um, this was done again. It was a change for for those that don't know. Um, with just about two or three hours left in the session, uh, the bill totally changed. Um, this this ban popped up. It had never been debated. It didn't go through a committee hearing. School districts and families and and Utahns didn't have a chance to to weigh in on it. Um, so there were just lots of problems with it, and uh, and so let's uh, let's. Let's keep having the conversation. Um, I think that that's that's really important. Um, I've seen some legislators who have said they want to work on some some ideas um, over the uh, over the summer. And uh, and again, it's not being impacted right now. So let's do that. Let's 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 keep doing that and see if we can't get to a better place where um, where we're not putting um, our schools at risk or or um, the the high school athletic association, who by the way is just coming out of a big lawsuit, and they they've spent all their reserves on that and they they are extremely worried there is there's also a process in place already most people don't know that um what, what i hear all the time is you know we don't want boys playing girls sports and, and i absolutely agree um and 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 that it, it, this this process takes a year um it's it's a very difficult process for uh for a trans student to go through to even participate and uh, and and so far it's only resulted in uh, in one student so so it, it's a lot of I, I know there's a lot of emphasis and a lot of passion on this um, but but right now at least in Utah it's it's not a, an, an issue that 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 could bank that we should bankrupt um, a, a school district or or uh, or the high school athletic association when all these other lawsuits are already playing out let's just let those happen and then and then we, then we can make a, a more informed decision we are already hearing rumblings of a special session this year are you going to call a special session or what do you think is happening here well, there are, you know, we have special sessions um, every year. Uh, that's uh, that's very common, and I suspect there will be some reasons potentially for a special session. Um, right now, we don't have anything on the docket. Um, I met with the, the speaker and the president yesterday. We meet regularly, and even though it seems like we just spent 45 days mm-hmm. together, it's still important for us to come back together and see what's, what is coming up. Uh, we, we had a good discussion yesterday. They did not bring up any requests for a special session, so uh, we'll, we'll continue to see what rises to the top. Okay, Governor, let's take our first call from James in Provo. And good good afternoon, James. What is your question? Well, good afternoon, Marie, and good afternoon, Governor. Anyhow, I was uh, wanting to address the topic of Russia and Ukraine, and I, and I was noticing that you ordered all Russian alcoholic uh, products uh, removed from store shelves. And I understand the premise and everything. I was just wondering if uh, a better phrasing of that would be to kind of uh, urge people not to import Russian alcohol or other products right now, because if it's on shelves now, that kind of penalizes the retailer here that's already got it and can't get rid of it. I would have probably urged it to be made into hand sanitizer and let it run out the stock naturally. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, James. Thanks. It's great to hear from you again, and and uh, I, I appreciate the call. So, so there's a couple things that that uh, are, are important to know. Um, we we didn't take any of this off the shelves from uh, from retailers or consumers who have purchased this. And and now I, w- I want to be very clear about this. The state is the only retailer that that sells this. But if you were to go to a restaurant or or a bar that had that uh, on their shelves, we we did not take it off of their shelves. So I think that that um, that that makes it easier by us 
us taking it off of our shelves, what that does is it stops the import of any more of it coming in. Um, that so so exactly what you suggested would happen. The 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 way our our automatic ordering systems work. Um, every time you know a, a, a something is purchased, it's then an order is placed to replenish it by so by not putting it on our shelves anymore, that stops the the ordering process and moves through that. Now there as we went through, there wasn't there wasn't as much as we had originally thought um, coming in from uh, from Russia. But what we've tried to do is is actually um, we we've looked at, at importing Ukrainian you, Ukraine uh, you, you, Ukrainian uh, products that could replace those Russian products as a way to try to help that country as well. Obviously, supply chains are being disrupted over there, but we're doing everything possible to uh, to to really reach out and, and help our our Ukrainian friends. All right. Thank you, James, for your question this morning. Uh, Governor, just a question on the Ukrainian refugees and them finding safe refuge. Are they coming here? Can they come here? What is the situation? Yeah, they, they cannot come here. Um, that that is uh, that is obviously not a state decision. That is a, f- a federal decision. We've uh, we've certainly been talking to um, to our counterparts uh, with the federal government. We've we've let them know that uh, that we we support uh, Ukrainian refugees coming here as uh, as they work through that process. Right now, it takes it, it takes a couple years generally for a, a refugee to make their way to the uh, the United States. Um, there. The rules were changed to help some of our Afghan allies who had supported uh, the the U.S. troops in in Afghanistan uh, to get some of them them here more quickly. Uh, I I suspect that that will happen at some point with our our Ukrainian refugees. One of the ideas that has been floated out there that I think we would be supportive of is uh, those that have family members that are are U.S. citizens. That that would be one way to uh, to get some of those refugees here uh, and and have a place to stay uh, with with their family members and kind of bypass that process a little bit to speed it up and help. I'm, I am very worried about what's happening with those border countries. Uh, we are, uh, the Lieutenant Governor spent some time last week with the ambassador from Romania and they, they are certainly feeling it, um, in Romania. Obviously we've had contact with, uh, with, with our friends in Poland and, uh, the, the, the lion's share of, of those that, you know, approaching 3 million refugees are, are heading there. And, uh, we would love to, to help in, in some way to alleviate things. In the meantime, um, we, we're donating money and, and goods, and Utahns have been so, so kind. Um, we we have $2 million from philanthropists in the state, a million dollars from citizens that, uh, that that have donated to match that. Um, we, we were we had a plane load of uh, planning for about 40 pallets of, of goods to help over there, diapers and things like that. Uh, we ended up with over 200 pallets. And, and, and so we've got, now we've got to find a way to get it over there. We're working on that. But Utahns have been incredible generous and, and, and we know we want to help and our doors are wide open. All right, Governor, we need to take a break. We'll be taking more of your calls. The number to call 801-575-8255. You can also text us at 57500. We need to take a break and look at an emergency traffic situation that we have on I-15 that uh, didn't close the freeway down near Spanish Fork for a time. And Ricky Meese, what is the latest? Well, the good news is the freeway is reopened northbound I-15 due to this crash near 300 North. That's about mile marker 256 in Spanish Fork. It's before Main Street, Spanish Fork. The medical chopper has lifted and is off the ground and two right lanes of traffic are open. But the next problem is there's a secondary crash in the mix. It's in the back at 600 South and that's adding to the delays that stretch back to 8,000 South Spanish Fork. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. 
camping season is finally here, just in time for Motorsportsland's spring sales event going on now. We've been stocking up on new RVs all winter, and we have a huge selection of all the best models and floor plans. Right now is your chance to save thousands on the RV of your dreams at Motorsportsland. We've expanded to provide you better service and selection. Don't miss the grand opening of our new store at 4988 West, 150 South, right off I-80, going on all week. Just say, the radio sent me, and receive our special grand opening discount package. Don't let another season waste away without taking advantage of the breathtaking adventure spots right here in Utah. Enjoy the new age of travel with home luxuries wherever you park. Whether you're new to the RV lifestyle or you're a pro RVer, upgrade your adventure today and let Motorsportsland help you get away. Let Motorsportsland help you get away. Find us at motorsportsland.com. NMLS 1817019. Say no to monthly mortgage insurance. Buy or refi with Lendrite Mortgage's Jumbo Loan and finance up to 96.5%, all with no mortgage insurance. Yes, you only need a 3.5% down payment for jumbo loans up to $1.5 million. You can also buy or refi with Lendrite's 97% conventional loan and pay no monthly mortgage insurance. You only need a 3% down payment, which can even be a gift. Lendrite also offers cash out, debt consolidation, investment, construction, and reverse mortgages with conventional APRs as low as 2.99% for 30 years and 2.25% for 15. Lendrite confidently offers our $1,000 lowest rate guarantee. Call 801 Approve or visit LendriteMortgage.com. Hi, I'm Chelsea. I've lived in Utah my entire life. I've been boating here for 10 years years. Chelsea, you ever go boating on Utah Lake? We boated there one time, so we couldn't surf. There's a lot of bugs. It smells. I don't want my kids to swim there. What would you think if many of Utah Lake's problems were fixed? If Utah Lake was cleaned up, we'd love to go there. You know, as kids, we used to go to Utah Lake and picnic there. We'd love to give our kids that experience we had growing up. We're bringing life back to Utah Lake. Get the facts at imagineutahlake.org. Parting can be such sweet sorrow. Saying goodbye to one who's always been there for you keeping you warm at night and cool, except for when she breaks down, of course. You've changed her filter so many times, or maybe not quite as often as you should have. At Whipple Service Champions, let us ease the parting blow. With a free second opinion, we're great at extending the life of older equipment. We'll tell you if she's properly installed, properly sized for your home, and if there are other issues, free. If it is time to say goodbye to one so dear, we'll give you a better price, guaranteed. Because until we get too busy, we'll give you a free furnace when you buy a central air conditioner. If it's time to move on, you deserve to love again. Call Whipple Service Champions, 801-444-FAST. Don't rebound into something worse. Call 801-444-3278. For emergencies, when you call today, we come today. Whipper, they come. Air condition your home. It's your KSL Bracket Update brought to you by Young Automotive Group. It's gone final now in the South Region, uh, Michigan over Colorado State. Michigan moving on to the round of 32. And my perfect bracket is gone. Just like that. Also going on in the Midwest region, Providence with a 56-47 lead over South Dakota State. About uh, five minutes left in the first half on the West region, Memphis over Boise State 24-17. And halfway through the first half, Baylor leads Norfolk State 21-10. With your KSL Bracket Update, I'm Jason Jones.
Get your questions answered by the governor. Call 801-575-8255 to join Let Let Me Me Speak Speak to to the the Governor on KSL News Radio. Good afternoon. Thank you for joining us for Let Me Speak to the Governor. I'm Maria Shaleos, along with Utah Governor Spencer Cox. And again, taking your calls, 801-575-8255. You can text us at 57500. Governor, we've heard of a lawsuit uh, being brought by the League of Women Voters and other groups suing state leaders over what they say is illegal gerrymandering. Give us your thoughts on that. Well, because um, this lawsuit was just filed this morning, I actually haven't had a chance to uh, to look at it. But but what I can say is that uh, I, I, I'm not usually able to comment on uh, on active litigation. So there's not much I can say on that that, that hasn't already been said. Um, I, I will say that lots of attorneys have looked at this and, uh, and none of them felt that there was a, a cause of action that would, that would be successful through the courts. And so I'll, I'll kind of leave it to the, the, the litigation folks as they move forward. Okay, let's take our next caller, and that is Christine in West Jordan. Good afternoon, Christine. What is your question? Hello, Governor. Hi, Christine. I have a question about homelessness. We have homelessness. So my question is, do we take our home, our housing, from our citizens when we invite refugees into our state? Yeah, thanks, Christine. Christine, it's a it's a, it's a it's an important question. We uh, we we do have a housing crunch. There's there's no question about that. Um, and and so we've been working really hard to uh, to find a place for the uh, for the 900 Afghan refugees that have come here. Um, this is something we've been doing for a long long time in, in the state of Utah. In fact, we've been uh, we've been recognized across the country as uh, as one of the best states uh, for refugees and also uh, one of the best states when it comes to uh, to working with with our homeless. And uh, fortunately, this year, uh, we have significant resources available to help with that. Um, the legislative session, uh, during the legislative session, uh, the, the legislature approved uh, a record-breaking um, 800, excuse me, about $70 million that uh, to, to help with uh, with deeply affordable housing for our homeless population. Uh, about 55 of that was for deeply affordable housing, and $15 million for was for housing preservation to keep uh, some of those homes uh, available for for the for our friends experiencing homelessness. It's a very complicated and, and complex issue. Uh, but m- most of the housing that came to us came from the the uh, the, the uh, from renters and the apartment association, and uh, we've worked very collaboratively to make that happen. So we don't we don't think it has to be an either or um, that it can be a, an and and both as as we work together to uh, to help these two populations. And uh, and again because of the generosity of Utahns, we've been able to do that. Thank you. Christine, thanks for your call this afternoon. Uh, Governor, on the topic of housing, we do have a texter asking because they're trying to find housing for their cousin who lives on Social Security, gets about $600 a month. And they're saying that subsidized housing is a two to three year wait. And they're wondering if there are any other resources out there for that person. Well, we're, we're hopeful, and again, some of the uh, some of the the housing that was approved, some of the money that was approved by the legislature this year, uh, will will enhance those lists. So hopefully, we can move up and and not have the the, the delays for affordable housing. We're we're also working really hard to increase housing stock, and and uh, this is a you know really simple economics one hundred and one. It's supply and demand. Um, we know where the demand is, so we need to increase the supply. And uh, there were. 
several bills that will help with that. And uh, it's it's certainly a struggle. Um, we know that the the, the Fed d- decided to raise interest rates uh, yesterday for the first time in in, in about three years, and uh, that they are signaling additional interest rate increases. So we we suspect that there will you know there's there will be a market correction at some point, um, as not just Utah but across the country and especially the kind of the western states have seen these just enormous rises in in housing prices. We we know that that's not sustainable. And so uh, my hope is that uh, with the the legislation that was passed and and the the work that's happening in the private sector and the nonprofit sector that we'll be able to bring those prices down and make sure that people can find housing here. Uh, The Senate yesterday passed a bill to make daylight saving time permanent. Uh, Our next texter wants to know, will Utah be going to daylight saving time permanently? Well, it, it will be interesting to see what happens with that bill. Um, we, we've looked at this every year since I, I think since I've been involved in the legislature over ten years now, and uh, every year everyone agrees we should do something, and uh, and then we can never get something done. What what people need to know is if if you want to stay on daylight savings time, which is the time we're on now, right? So if you like it when it's lighter in the evenings, which by the way is most people, every every survey that's ever been done, every poll that's ever been done shows that Utahns and and most Americans believe that this is the time they would like to stay on. They like the light at the at the you know later hours of the the day. Um, that takes an act of Congress. We can't do that on our own. It has to be an act of Congress. And so I suspect that if the House uh, passes this, the House of Representatives in Congress, um, and and the and the president signs it into law, I suspect that we will see a bill to to keep us on uh, on, on this time, on, on daylight savings time. Um, I've, I've heard from legislators that they want to run that bill, and so I think that that will be, that will be the case. So I would say if, if it can get through the House, uh, there was an article today that it, 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 it it's everybody was shocked that it got through the Senate. It happened by unanimous consent. Lots of senators didn't even know it was coming up um, and, and didn't have a chance to respond. Uh, and so it didn't have to go through the normal process, which which probably would have taken months or years and, and maybe never gotten done. But because it was via unanimous consent and some senators weren't on the floor, it actually got passed. So uh, so we'll, I'm very interested to see what happens in the House and see if we can get it here. All right. Our next caller is Chris in Salt Lake. Uh, good afternoon, Chris. What is your question? Chris, are you there? Okay, Governor, I'm going to go to the next text question there. And uh, this person wants to know if you would be open to amending the Constitution to allow limited stakes gambling. Uh, The revenue, they say, is estimated at $800 million a year, plus a 10% tax on each machine, plus the revenue. And if they say if that was legal here, we wouldn't need the gas tax. Well, that that's interesting. It's one of those um, where I, I think I know the answer. But. <laughs> I think you know that you do know the answer, and and the, and the truth is that um, the the legislature certainly isn't isn't ready for that, and and, and neither am I. Um, I. I know there are a lot of states that have uh, have recently approved uh, gambling to make it legal in in their states. Um, I've I've often said a you know that that gambling is a is a tax on people that are, are bad at math, and so you're right. We we wouldn't maybe need a gas tax. I don't know if those eight hundred million dollars. Those numbers seem seem very high, um, and and if that is the case, then I would be deeply concerned about uh, about the, uh, the 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 social repercussions of uh, of that type of funding coming in, um, and and who would that be borne by? And uh, certainly, we know that gambling does have addictive qualities, and uh, and has caused um, a deep heartache and, and concern for many many people, um, and. and 
and so I, I understand the, the counter arguments to that as well. Um, they're uh, they are they are persuasive, uh, but uh, but but for now, I don't see that happening anytime soon. We have about a minute before the bottom of the hour news, but our next texter wants to know if you would support gun laws in Utah like constitutional carry. Well, I, the answer is yes. In fact, we already passed constitutional carry last year, and uh, and I signed that into law. So, um, so, so the answer is yes. Um, I've I've been very supportive of gun rights, and uh, will continue to be so. Okay, let's see. Um... We are going to take a break for the bottom of the hour news and come back with your calls and questions. The number to call for the governor, 801-575-8255. The phone lines are open. You can also text us your questions at 57500. At Lowe's, every pro is an MVP to us. No matter how big or small your business is, Earn back when you spend, get exclusive offers, and paint rewards. It all adds up to help level up your business. Join Lowe's MVP's Pro Rewards and Partnership Program today. Minimum purchase required. Earnings and paint rewards awarded as Lowe's e-gift cards. Exclusions, restrictions, and more terms apply. Filed through 1231-22. See Lowe's.com slash L slash Pro Loyalty Terms. Subject to change. U.S. only. Utah is growing, and we're growing too. What started on the U of U campus has grown to over 110,000 members with 20 locations, and we're ready to meet even more of you. More than a campus or a branch, we're Utah's teachers, businesses, and families. For over 65 years, we've been part of your community, and while our name is changing, our commitment to you is not. University Credit Union is now U First Credit Union. See why it's getting even better here. Welcome to U First. Visit us at ufirstcu.com. Yeah, KSL News Radio. I'm Kate Davis. KSL's top story this hour. John Huntsman is sharing his thoughts on Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Huntsman served as the U.S. ambassador in Moscow for two years. He told a group at the Economic Club of Minnesota last week that Putin is a master of escalation. He doesn't de-escalate. He went into Georgia, 2008. No one did a damn thing. He went into Crimea in 2015, probing, testing. No one did a thing. He went into Syria crossed our red lines even. No one did a thing. Went into Donbass, Donetsk, and Luhansk. Huntsman says this kind of Soviet thinking has been part of Putin's psyche since 1991. Utah Highway Patrol troopers responded to yet another wrongway driver on local roads overnight. KSL News Radio's Becky Bruce reports. This time, troopers intervened before anyone crashed, arresting a driver who was headed the wrong direction on I 80 in Parley's Canyon. Like many of the other wrong way reports, UHP says this one involved an impaired driver. And it comes just days after the agency announced it plans to create a task force with UDOT to address that trend. There have already been more than 40 wrong way crashes in Utah so far this year, causing at least seven deaths. KSL Bracket Update every 15 minutes, brought to you by Young Automotive Group. Here's Jason Jones with your update. Well, South Dakota State just won't go away. Uh, Providence now is 60-57 to 57 over South Dakota State. About 59 seconds left in that game. 13 seed looking to knock off the 4 seed. Earlier, Michigan knocks off Colorado State 75-63. to 63. Baylor right now leads Norfolk State 28-10. to 10 And just about to go to the half, Memphis with a 16-point lead over Boise State. With your KSL Bracket Update, I'm Jason Jones. Follow NCAA tournament updates and all other sports updates on kslsports.com. Coming up, times climbing this weekend. KSL weather is next. KSL News Time, 1232.
This is Derek Miller of the Salt Lake Chamber with your Utah Business Report. Instructure and the Utah Jazz announced a partnership aimed at recognizing local educators at jazz games throughout the season. The program invites the Utah community to nominate local educators who are making an impact in their schools and lives. Through the Most Valuable Educators Program, Instructure will recognize 21 educators during 21 home games throughout the Jazz regular season. Each honored educator will be Instructure guests at the game and receive a personalized Jazz jersey. Additionally, they will receive a $1,000 classroom grant courtesy of Instructure and a surprise classroom visit or assembly involving the Jazz Bear mascot, as well as personnel from the Utah Jazz and Instructure. Nominations are now being accepted from anyone in the local community, including students, parents, peer educators, principals, administrators, and college deans to honor the best educators in Utah. To nominate an educator, search Jazz Most Valuable Educator and click on the link. The Salt Lake Chamber. We stand as the voice of business. This is Mortgage Mike with City Creek Mortgage, and I have some candid and simple advice. The mortgage industry is not on your side. Most lenders hide their rates and fees. They force you to call a high-commission salesperson, and you end up paying for it. Not at City Creek Mortgage. Now you can get the advice you normally get from a human online with our digital loan officer. Don't pay a high-commission salesperson. Do it yourself and save the money at citycreekmortgage.com. Apply online or call us at 801-900-HOME. NMLS number 85855, Equal Housing Ladder. Do you or somebody you love experience excessive thirst, frequent urination, unexplained weight loss, or exhaustion? Hi, I'm Liddy Huntsman, and I've lived with type 1 diabetes for 25 years. While I was diagnosed early, other families are not so fortunate. Too often, the warning signs of type 1 diabetes are missed, which can lead to life-threatening complications and even death. I'm working with Beyond Type 1 to spread awareness of the warning signs for type 1 diabetes. Anyone at any age can be diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. To learn more, go to T1DWarningSigns.com. Any Hour Services free furnace sale is going on right now. If you haven't scheduled your free estimate yet, do it now. Call Any Hour Services today or schedule online at AnyHourServices.com. Folks, if you're a homeowner over the age of 62, there's never been a better time than right now to consider a reverse mortgage. Home values have never been higher. New lending limits have increased by almost $150,000. Let's face it, retirement income isn't stretching quite as far as it used to. Inflation is really affecting the retirees. We're all feeling the pinch at the grocery store, the gas pump, everywhere you turn. The cost of living has increased substantially. To survive in this environment, you may need to consider alternate resources. Your home may be your single largest retirement resource that's not being utilized to improve your retirement. At Reverse Freedom, their clients have seen a dramatic improvement in their retirement cash flow with today's reverse mortgage. Talk to the experts at Reverse Freedom and discuss the best options for you. Call Reverse Freedom now at 801-921-HOME. That's 801-921-HOME. Or calculate your own figures at ReverseFreedom.com. NMLS 1382816. Traffic and weather together. We have emergency traffic. Ricky Meese, what's going on? Two crashes on northbound I-15. The first one had it completely shut down for a while in Spanish Fork. It occurred at about 300 north, mile marker 256. This is before Spanish uh, uh, Main Street, Spanish Fork. 
That has a left lane of traffic blocked. But the secondary crash in the mix is at 600 South Spanish Fork. Only a right lane of traffic open there. So with the two of those combined, you're going to see delays back to Main Street in Payson. Time to upgrade your entry or garage door. Call for a free estimate on a beautiful, secure, prices guaranteed door. 801-975-7575. Prices guaranteed doors. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. KSL weather. Today's high is 52 degrees with some sunshine with lows down to 31 degrees. Tomorrow, temps will keep climbing through Saturday when we'll get a high all the way up to 64 degrees. Sunday, the rain will come be back and highs will drop down into, lo- into the upper 40s. Right now, it's nice and sunny and 34 degrees. That's at KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM, 1160 AM, and KSL This is Utah's All Day Companion for news. By the governor. Call 801-575-8255 to join Let, Let Me Speak, Speak to, to the, the governor. governor on KSL News Radio. Thank you for joining us for Let Me Speak to the Governor. I'm Maria Shaleos, along with Utah Governor Spencer Cox. Again, the number to call, 801-575-8255. You can also text us your questions at 57500. Governor, one of the big things on most of our minds is every time we go to the gas, gas station to fill up our tanks, the cost of gas. Is there anything the state is considering uh, to give us some relief for gas prices? Yeah, thank you for that question. It's something I'm very concerned about. And uh, I actually met with the, uh, the the speaker and the president yesterday to talk. Uh, that's one of the things that was on our list to, to discuss um, what can be done there. And uh, we, we, it's a, we, we've talked about a gas tax um, holiday. Uh, the, the problem in Utah is the way our system is set up, which is different than other states, um, that, that we can't just move money from one side to the other. The Constitution actually prohibits us from doing that. And the gas tax directly funds um, our, our UDOT employees right now. And so if we, if we were to do that, then we would have to lay off UDOT employees and all of the things that, that we expect uh, our Department of Transportation to do would not get done. So that's not a good answer. Um, so we're certainly looking at that. What can we do to help alleviate that? We also tax at the rack instead of at the pump. And so uh, it doesn't mean it would it would all get to the consumers either. And so we're, we're continuing this discussion um, and, and looking at the supply chain process as well. What can we do uh, to increase uh, I- increase the, the amount uh, and, and availability of, of petroleum products, gasoline, and uh, and lower the cost at, at every phase of that? How can we increase production? How can we uh, how can we help lower cost or or increase uh, production at the refineries? Um, and so, so those are the the conversations that we'll be having over the next few days, and uh, and looking for any way possible to uh, to alleviate the pressure that families are feeling. One of the common questions we get here at KSL is why is the tax in Utah or prices in Utah so different than in other states? Yeah, they're, they're different for a couple reasons. Sometimes it's better and sometimes it's worse. But we have local refineries here, and they are smaller refineries, and and we we have shipping costs to getting it from the basin to the refineries. Uh, the, uh, the 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 there's a different makeup, a different composition of the uh, of the gas and that that comes into the refineries here versus other basins like in Texas or the Dakotas, and and so there's a different refinement process that has to happen. Of course, uh, 
um, tier three gasoline, which we've been moving to, which which is much cleaner, uh, but also takes uh, more processing and is a little more expensive. Uh, so all of those things uh, are way into it. But but it does mean that sometimes we actually have lower gas prices than than the rest of the nation, and sometimes it means we have higher gas prices than than the uh, the rest of the nation, depending on on uh, on a whole range of factors. But that that is certainly part of it, and uh, and will be part of the discussion moving forward. All right, Doug is next in Salt Lake, and Doug, good afternoon. What's your question? Hi, uh, Governor. Uh, I have a question for you. So at the beginning of the session, there was some kerfuffle about security issues at your home that uh, were made, and then um, you were going to pay for it. So I was kind of confused what all uh, that entailed and uh, and and then why uh, you offered to pay for it. Sure, Doug. So, so this goes back to uh, when I was when I was first elected governor. Um, we have a security team, and they do threat assessments, and they do threat assessments all the time, and they're, they're really amazing. Um, I, I am not involved in any of those threat assessments. They do those independently. Um, their job is to protect is to protect the, the the governor and and the governor's family, as well as the, uh, the the lieutenant governor. They also offer protection as needed for members of the legislature if if there are direct threats against them and. And uh, I so appreciate these incredible men who put their lives on the line uh, to uh, to keep us safe. Um, sadly, that they're they're all real um, threats that that happen, and uh, you know we we don't we don't talk about those, but but I can tell you that they they are real and and uh, and and they've gotten worse over over the years. Um, and so they they, they decided um, and in in speaking with the legislature that it was really important that there were additional. We do spend weekends in in uh, in Fairview in in San Pete County, um, where I'm from, where my home is. And uh, m- many times we're there as often as we can uh, during during the weekends, not every weekend, but um, but they, they, figured, they found that there were some severe vulnerabilities there. Uh, and so they, uh, they, they did put up a fence. Um, they put up a, uh, they put up some security cameras, which is what they do with it, with every governor's home. They've, they've done that uh, in the past as well. Um, and then they, they built a very small, it looks like a shed. It's about, about 300 square feet um, a place where uh, where the um, where they could stay and uh, and monitor those so that when they're there with us that they have a place we, we offered to let them stay in our house um, and uh, they they declined to do that that's not something that they felt comfortable or or, or felt could, that they could secure the the premise by doing and so they did that so what what I had before any of this came out I had already agreed that at the end of uh, of the time when I'm done being governor um, there would be an appraisal done on on any additions there that, that stayed and then I would pay for that so um, we we felt that that was that was the right thing to do they told us we didn't have to do that that we didn't have to pay for it but I insisted on it um, I felt that that was only fair to the taxpayers of Utah and so that's where things ended up and and uh, I, I, I it feels like the right thing and I, I hope uh, I hope others believe it's the right thing so thank you for the question Doug all right. Our next uh, listener would like to know, Governor, your stance on the ESG movement. And I didn't know what that was, so I asked. And they said, the social credit score based on environmental, social, and governance investing. And what is your stance on that? So, uh, so yeah, there, can, can you say I that one no more time? I have no idea what that was. So read, read it one more time ESG to me. I think I know. The ESG movement. Oh, yes, and they yes, yes. Say okay. it's the social credit score based on environmental, yeah. social, and governance. And sure, yeah. No, I have serious concerns about uh, the... the um, the, the the use of ESG scores and, and and it's it's this idea that um, from from 
you know some of the more radical elements of of the environmental movement that that we're going to uh, that we're going to use the 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 fiscal system to to debilitate um uh you know, you know, government and uh, and and private actors who uh, who engage in uh, in businesses that some find uh, are not conducive to uh, the the social good or or the um, you know climate change good. Um, now, look, I, I'm all about markets and, and allowing markets to work, and, and I think markets are working as as consumers demand that businesses become more green and uh, more environmentally response responsible. Um, businesses are responding to that, and and, and I think that's important but but I, I really worry about governments intervening and, and hijacking some of these systems and 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 putting these credit scores in place uh, that, that make it impossible for uh, for companies to get loans or to invest in ways that uh, that are important um, for for them to do business and uh, and I think we just have to be very careful because you know who gets to decide what those scores are and what goes into it and and uh, and and whoever does get to decide that will have enormous power to make or break companies, I think we should let consumers make those decisions. All right. We need to take a break. And the number to call with your questions, if you have a question for the governor, 801-575-8255. You can also text us your questions at 57500. We have had an emergency traffic situation on I-15 near Spanish Fork. Let's get the latest with Ricky Meese. The initial crash that closed the freeway northbound I-15 prior to Main Street in Spanish Fork now has all but the left lane of travel open. But the secondary crash in that mix is what's causing the big backups. It's at 600 South Spanish Fork. Only a right lane of traffic is getting by, so continue to be patient. Right now, you have solid delays. Back to Main Street Payson. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. Attention neuropathy sufferers. Amazing research has now shown that neuropathy symptoms can be reversed in as little as one week. Danielle was not only suffering from severe neuropathy with ice-cold numb feet, trouble with balance, and difficulty sleeping, but she also had advanced diabetes. After her treatments at True Health, she gained the feeling back in her feet. She improved her balance and could sleep through the night. She even regulated her blood sugar and lost weight in the process. Danielle says she feels like she has her life back. So if you are tired of living in pain, then call 801-441-2266. The first 25 callers will receive a full exam and in-depth consultation absolutely free. Don't wait to get the relief you deserve. 801-441-2266. That's 801-441-2266. Utah is growing, and we're growing too. What started on the U of U campus has grown to over 110,000 members with 20 locations, and we're ready to meet even more of you. More than a campus or a branch, we're Utah's teachers, businesses, and families. For over 65 years, we've been part of your community. And while our name is changing, our commitment to you is not. University Credit Union is now U-First Credit Union. See why it's getting even better here. Welcome to U-First. Visit us at ufirstcu.com. Utah Jazz fans, it's time to secure your seats for next season. Place a season ticket deposit today and get priority access to purchase 2022-23 season tickets before the general public. Season tickets start as low as $18 per game next season. Place a deposit today and you'll get 30% off at the Jazz Team Store plus two Upper Bowl tickets to a game this season. Don't wait. Call or text 801-355-DUNK. That's 801-355-DUNK to place your deposit today. Some surprises are great. 
while others... Hey, honey, our loan officer called. The loan's not done yet. Looks like we'll be staying at my parents for a while. Yeah, not so good. Unfortunately, loading the moving truck often happens before getting the final loan approval because most lenders don't really pre-approve your loan. Sure, they pull your credit report, look at your application and say you're pre-approved, but then they delay the necessary underwriting approval until it's almost too late. At Box Home Loans, our in-house underwriters review and approve acceptable credit and financial documents right up front, even before you start looking at your next home. So, no living with the in-laws while waiting for your final loan approval when you fit inside the box. Visit BoxHomeLoans.com today for a real pre-approval or call 385-367-6660. Box Home Loans, it's better in here. NMLS ID number 1359687, a division of Canopy Mortgage LLC, equal housing lender. Regulated by the Division of Real Estate, party favors and surprises not included. Most of us love to make buying decisions based on referrals from others. We've built our company on the compliments and referrals of our great customers. Hi, this is Terry from Weedman Lawn Care. Our golf course quality, timed-release products feed lawns for months, not days. We make your yard greener, thicker, more kid-friendly. Strive to be weed-free and do so with an environmentally sound approach to lawn care. But more importantly, I thought you might want to hear what others say about their experience with us. Debbie B. wrote, We used a company that couldn't get our lawn to look like we wanted. We contacted Weedman, and within the first season, our lawn looked awesome. Would recommend them in a heartbeat. Thanks, Debbie. Go to WeedmanUSA.com today for a free no-obligation quote and see for yourself how easy we are to deal with. Weedman is recommended by landscapers, golf course superintendents, and people like Ethan C., who said, I've tried other companies, and they do not compare to the quality of the service done by Weedman. The best in the business, hands down. Thank you, Ethan. Go to WeedmanUSA.com for a free quote. Lawn care companies are not all alike. Go to WeedmanUSA.com today. It's your KSL Bracket Update brought to you by Young Automotive Group. Right now, Baylor uh, leading Norfolk State. It's a one seed over a 16 seed, 41 to 22, just before the half there. At the half, Memphis has a 19 point lead over uh, Boise State, 38 to 19. Earlier winners include Michigan and Providence, which held on against South Dakota State, uh, 66 to 57. Longwood and Tennessee getting ready to tip off in just a minute. I'm, with your KSL Bracket Update, I'm Jason Jones. Get your questions answered by the governor. Call 801-575-8255 to join Let, Let Me Speak, Speak to, to the, the governor. governor on KSL News Radio. And I'm Maria Shalas, along with Utah Governor Spencer Cox, and we're taking your calls for this final segment. It always surprises me, Governor, how quickly the time goes by. Let's see how many questions we can get to here. Eric is standing by in Kearns, and Eric, what is your question? So basically my question is, I, I know some of the new alcohol laws are prohibiting the sale of seltzers on the shelves. Um, I know if the companies reformulate them and brew them, they're totally fine. But basically, what is it about seltzers that are currently on the shelves right now that Utah is not okay with and not, not wanting to sell? Eric, th- thanks for the question. This was this was certainly confusing to people, and, and um, I'll just correct one thing in the question. It's not that the new laws prohibit um, seltzers; it's that the old laws prohibit seltzers, and uh, it's it's the it's the composition as well as the, the the marketing piece of this that made them not fit under the the old definition. And so, what, what was happening is these uh, seltzers were being sold uh, uh, illegally in the state, and, and that had been pointed out. And 
and the legislature said, uh, well, we've, we've got to do something about this. Instead of removing them all, can we do something? And so, uh, so our, our, our Department of Alcoholic and, and, and Beverage Services um, worked very closely with the, the legislature to try to get as many of them uh, to stay on the shelves as possible. And, uh, and, and that's been available for groceries and convenience stores, a little more than half of, uh, of what's there now. Uh, the, the, the DABC is working with seltzer uh, makers to, to fully understand the product ingredients and, uh, and know which items can remain available in grocery and convenience stores based on the, on the, uh, the, the law as it stands. Um, th- those that are no longer uh, allowed in grocery and convenience stores will have the uh, option to be available in our state liquor stores. And uh, those that are no longer approved, there will actually be a, a runway. So they're not being removed immediately. Um, they're, they're, they're be, they'll be able to sell through their products. And, uh, and, and all of those seltzers that are no longer allowed in, in grocery and convenience stores will be off the shelves by the, the end of this fall. So, uh, so you know, it, it was uh, it, it wasn't the the best uh, process or maybe the best outcome, but I think it was the, the the best possible outcome under the circumstances and and the way that the the the, the law reads now. And uh, and so those reformulations, they are working very closely with the uh, with the manufacturers uh, to to help them uh, come into compliance and and uh, get those back on the shelves. But for most people won't won't notice a difference, but there will certainly be a few products that uh, that will will not be on the shelves past this fall. All right, Governor, we have a number of texters asking questions about water restrictions, water shortage. So maybe we could address these in uh, kind of one lump sum. Uh, This person saying uh, with the mega drought, what's being done to encourage businesses and and homeowners to remove grass from their parking strips and replace them with xeriscaping? Yeah, well, this is one of the, the big successes that uh, that came out of the legislative session we we had several bills run by many uh, different legislators uh to uh, to help work on on uh, what what people are referring to as the mega drought it turns out it's the worst drought um in 1200 years in the in the west and and we are we are a big part of that and so we um the, the good news is that there are new laws and uh, i'm i'm working through all of those right now we'll have those signed by next week that will go into effect in in may um that will encourage and allow um, the the and prohibit in some areas the uh, park strips and uh, and and allow people to replace um, their lawns. We had we had some uh, we had some municipalities where you you couldn't put in a waterwise landscape. You had to have grass and uh, and we've changed those prohibitions as well. Um, we have uh, we have record funding for um, for water conservation projects, including uh, secondary metering that will be happening over the next few years. All of these things are are, are extremely positive and uh, we encourage businesses to uh, to to uh, to remove park strips where they can and uh, certainly in new construction to be looking at waterwise landscapes so that we're 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 using far less water and and removal of of unnecessary grass is one of those bills that uh, that we were very proud to get passed right uh, so one of our listeners just commenting that um, the legislation doesn't apply to them because they have dirt and weeds and not healthy lawn and they want to be water conscious, but, you know, they just don't have a budget to, you know, start replacing all of their landscaping. Yeah, and, and and look, we we totally understand that um, we you know we we didn't pass uh, heavy-handed requirements that that required people to uh, to remove their lawn and replace it with uh, with with better better 
plants, xeriscaping, and, and those types of things. Um, but but we certainly are encouraging people to do that. And uh, it was amazing to see how Utah stepped up last year. Um, I, I you know just just quickly uh, the the water it, it's kind of a mixed bag when we're looking at the uh, what's happening now. The the good news is that the 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 moisture content in our soil is much much higher, significantly higher. In fact, above average. Um, last year it was at record lows, and so when the snow did melt and we didn't have very much of it, it went right down into the ground instead of going to our reservoirs. This year, the, the, that moisture content is higher. Um, we're, we're, we're close to normal. We're about 85% of normal for snowpack. Certainly, we need, we need much more than that. Um, the good news is that, uh, that that water, what what snow we do have, will get into the reservoirs, we believe, depending on how it melts, but it's looking that is looking positive. But uh, we're still going to be well below average for our um, for our reservoirs and and in certain in certain districts that's going to be very concerning we're we're watching very closely the Weber basin that's one of our more concerning basins um, it looks like we're going to have some some really serious restrictions there um, this year but everyone is has been doing their part we saved billions and billions of gallons of water last year and and I, I so appreciate Utah stepping up governor we have one final final caller on the line and that is Scott Mitchell Scott Mitchell what are you doing on the line Well, I want to talk about the most important things. And, of course, I appreciate the governor's efforts on water conservation and uh, love love when the reservoirs are full because I love to fish. I love to get outdoors. (laughs) But that's not what I want to talk about. I want to know about the college basketball tournaments that are going on right now. Uh, Governor, who have you got? Who did you pick in your your brackets? Because I know you're a guy that does this. Scott, you you do know me. Uh, we've talked many times. I love sports, and I have to tell you, it just kills me. Um, th- this legislative session and and all the work we've got going on. I have watched less college basketball this year than any other year in my life, as as long as I can remember. So I, I'm filling out my bracket, and I, I feel so lost. And, and so I probably should have called you first. Um, but uh, but but so far so far I'm picking well today. Um, I I had I sorry couldn't pick Boise State. It looks like Memphis is doing well there, uh, and 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 I, I think I'm I'm batting a thousand so far, but it is very early. Uh, how do you feel about Baylor? I I don't think Baylor's going to win it this year. I I think they're I think they're a little down. Uh, I I kind of they might go a couple of rounds. I don't. They're not going to make the final four though. Well, see, I definitely should have talked to you first then because I that's that's <laughs> who I have going all the way. Who do you have? Who do you have making it? Governor, I'm a football player. Uh, I know, but I do. I do love March Madness. I love all of it. It's exciting. Um, I actually have. I have Gonzaga. I think this is the year Gonzaga actually does it. I really. Okay. Do. They're going to do it this year. They, they've been there so many times. They're deep. They're loaded. They're, they're. It's their year. Arizona, of course, from the Pac-12. Yeah. And I have Tennessee surprise, and then uh, Kansas. Okay. So okay, that, well, that's where I am. Uh, now, that, now, that's do you interesting. Pick this yourself. Do you, do you I, do I do pick it myself. Because you have an amazing staff. Do they pick it for you, or do you actually? <laughs> no, no. I, I, are you kidding? Of course, I pick it myself. My, I will say okay. that my chief of staff, my chief of staff, did pick Gonzaga, Arizona in the final. So, um, so he he's definitely seeing things more the way you are. I think I had Kansas get Probably into the final safe. four as well. All right, you two. We needed to end on a lighter note. So many. <laughs> That's the good serious, stuff. We could talk so about this all hour. Serious things to consider. So we appreciate just kind of a lighter note from the two of you here Thanks, at the Scott. end, uh, Governor. Thank you so much uh, for spending time every month uh, to take on these uh, important concerns to you, Tom. We appreciate it, and of course, we're leaving a lot of callers and texters waiting, and they'll have to call back next month. Thank you, Governor.
Thanks, Maria. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. And Scott Mitchell, along with Alex Curie, the host of Unrivaled, which you can hear each weekday on our sister station, The Zone. They are on from 3 to 7. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.